Hi, I'm Simon Theakston, and welcome to the Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year. The way the global obsession with the crime genre continues to grow year on year is simply astonishing, and this year's long list proves the remarkable talent on offer in crime writing from legends of the craft to eager-eyed newcomers. The short list is already too close to call, so we encourage everyone to get voting. A hearty toast of Old Peculiar to all our long-listed authors for this coveted award and we look forward to what we know will be a fiercely fought competition. In the meantime, I'm going to have a glass of Old Peculiar, because they say an Old Peculiar and a crime novel go very well together. I'll tell you why if you come to the festival in July. Good health. Hello, I'm Joe Haddo, and this is our series of interviews with the Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award, Longlistees, produced and curated by Harrogate International Festivals in partnership with title sponsor Thixton's Old Peculiar. And today I'm joined by an author who would definitely win the Lives in the Most Remote Place prize. It's the wonderful Will Dean. Hello. Hello, Joe. It is great to see you. It's really lovely to see you too, albeit virtually. Uh, and I was hoping, I said before we joined this video conferencing software, I said, I hope Will's wearing one of his checkered shirts. And you are, thank goodness. It's the only thing I wear, you know, it's, it has to be done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's lovely to uh, be connected, to see you. How's the forest? The forest is good. It's a lot easier living here at the end of April than it is in the winter. So it's it's easy, you know, it's, it's nice. It's Things are getting green. The the ground is thawing out. It's not completely thawed, but it's, it's I'm starting to grow potatoes and things, so it, it's good. Wonderful. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. And going into May, you know, come on, it's going to be beautiful. The sun's going to be shining. Everything's going to thaw out. You're going to, oh, oh it's going to be lovely. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing more social media posts from you as the season changes. That's one of my highlights. Yeah. And seeing Bernie prancing around like a horse. <laughs> and obviously seeing your dog prance around like a horse in, in his absolute element. Um, and I've, I should say congratulations. For goodness sake, we've been on this call for a couple of minutes. Congratulations on being long-listed. Thank you very much, Joe. It's, uh, it's always a very lovely surprise and shock. And, uh, yeah, delighted. And the book is The Last Thing to Burn. Um, this is a standalone novel. Your first without Tuva, I believe. Um was this a, a sort of strange writing experience for you or a freeing writing experience? Both. Strange, terrifying, freeing, very intense. It's the shortest book I've ever written. It's, it's a relatively short book. It took three weeks to write the first draft, but the entire book took me five years. So it was a very short and a very long experience. I wanted to do all the research and get the book right. It's, it tackles some quite big themes and I wanted to, yeah. I wanted to get the tone right. And I, I just took my time with it and it, Turned out that was five years. Well, why don't you just set up the story for us for those that may not have got to this one yet? So the last thing to burn is a is a crime thriller for sure, but it's also a story of a family and love and resilience and hope. Actually, it's it's about two people. It's a very simple story: two people living on a Fenland farm, a man and a woman. And the man, the farmer, Len, is holding the woman captive. And he's preventing her from leaving. And because it's set in the fens of the east of England, she can't get away. But because the landscape is so incredibly flat, she can always see people living normal lives in the distance. She can see church spires. She can see traffic. And she can never get away from this man. So it's really her story. This, 
story of strength, of inner strength, of just surviving day to day and, and, and getting through it. And uh, I was incredibly tense writing this book. Mm. It's the first book where I've been tense writing it. And we were all tense reading it. I'll tell you that much. Um, you mentioned that landscape. Uh, and let's just talk about that a moment because it's sort of like an open prison, isn't it? As you've alluded to. And I wondered what the sort of um, spark for setting it there was. So the, the, the idea came to me as, a, as an image. I saw it, I saw it uh, at around midnight in 2016. It popped into my head as I was falling asleep and I saw this flat landscape, the landscape of my childhood, basically, yep. in the in east of England. And I saw this little tiny cottage set a long way away from a B road. And I saw a figure walking in and out of the cottage and around, but she never went very far away. And by kind of 6 a.m. that morning, I came to understand that she was desperate to get away and something was holding her back. A man who was very base, basic, very uh, set in his ways, which are kind of a century old, but also very conniving and controlling and smart in a way in how he, how he keeps her there. So I, I really saw it and felt it straight away. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing that it sort of, came to you so quickly in that, well, basically as you were falling asleep and you wake up the next day and think, right, I think I know what I want to write about. And how interesting that it, it took five years to get to the point to write it. And yet when you did, it was just, it was like that, you know, that's probably unlike any other writing experience you've had. It absolutely is. Yeah. I don't know if I ever have that again. It was, it's the kind of book where it flooded out of me very, very fast. And then I realized, okay, I'm dealing with something quite, different here and I need to really take my time on this and work on every single sentence and get the Lincolnshire dialect really authentic and do the research into her background and her story and to get early readers as well from those backgrounds and just get it right. So um, I think my agent would have liked it quicker than five years, but that's how long. <laughs> but that's how long it took. So there we go. And look where we are now. Um, how did it feel to hear that you'd been longlisted for this book? Quite surreal and, and very, very special. You know, this is the, this is the award, the Thixton's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year is the award that I used to read about when I was a reader and not a writer. It was the award that my heroes would be longlisted for and shortlisted for. So it feels very, very special. It's a real honour. And um, I, I just feel like crime fiction is having a real moment right now. Mm. It's, a, it, it, it's a special place. It's in a special place. And I, I find myself buying uh, and reading books and still having so many more that I need to get. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's a nightmare. It's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> a lovely problem. But that's so interesting to say that because I think you're right. And also I think not just over the last sort of year or so, but, but, but gradually over maybe three or four years, we're seeing the sort of crime fiction genre just slightly widen just sort of bringing in different angles to stories or a little bit of crime in that, but there's something else, you know? And I think that's only helping the genre and it's only bringing new voices to readers. And it's something that, you know, Harrogate is celebrating and very much sort of championing as well. 100% agree. It's a, it's an exciting genre. And like you said, it's, it's kind of growing and modernizing and it's on the cutting edge and there's so many voices in there that I'm finding year on year, new, fresh voices, voices like S.A. Cosby, you know, mm. Razorblade Tears. I'm 
blown away by his books. He's written two so far, and I'm just so excited for the next one. So it's, yeah, it's, it's an exciting time to be in the community in any way as a reader or writer, I think. And I know that you, you know, it's a little bit harder for you to get to Harrogate, you know, on a whim. But um, what are you most looking forward to uh, at Harrogate this year, if indeed you can be there? I will be there, hundred uh, percent. I always make That's it. The yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. Um, all of it. I come from the beginning right through to the end every year, so I'm there the whole time, exhausted by the end of it, and extremely <laughs> happy, and made lots of new friends. Um, but you know, all the way from the right at the beginning, those first panels, those first events, meeting friends again in the beer tents is wonderful, and then just learning stuff, you know, finding new books to read, new authors. Val's new blood panel is always a big, um, exciting one. And I have great memories of being on that in 2018. And then the channel I'm, pair, I'm uh, chairing on the Saturday morning is going to be exciting. Um, very exciting. And yeah, just it's just going to be a huge amount of fun, as it always is. Now, you know, when you have a morning panel at Harrogate, you've got to take it easy the night before. So have I got to be on watch on Friday night for you just you're, to make always- sure you're in bed? <laughs> You're responsible for me. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I can take that weight. I, I think I can do it. I think I'll, I'll do a good job as a guardian. Um, so looking forward to seeing you there out on the lawn to uh, catch up properly, Will, and congratulations again on being longlisted. Remember, all of our longlisted books are available to buy from Waterstones. And if you've already read Will's book and you know you want it to be the winner, well, why not head over to HarrogateThiextonCrimeAward.com before the 26th of May, where you can cast your vote for his book. Uh, An absolute pleasure to spend this virtual time with you and very much look forward to seeing you in July. Absolutely, Joe. I'll, I'll see you then. Thank you. 